We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. That's where the faith comes from, from knowing and understanding the will of God. So what happened here? The man's question mark stopped his faith, did not draw from the anointing of Jesus. And you mean to tell me that the power and anointing that was upon Jesus could not overcome the man's question mark? It didn't. But it only took words to remove it when he found out the will. See, if you'll read the will, if your rich uncle died and left a will, you couldn't wait to read it. One of the greatest truths in this Bible is right here before we get to page one, the New Testament, the last will and testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it means. All the promises of God are yes and amen. But now, in this passage here, you see, as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. That tells me that if Jesus walked in here tonight, and you knew it was Jesus, you see the scars in his hand, and he walked over and laid hands on everybody. If you didn't believe it was the will of God for you to be healed for some strange reason, there would be no power flow. Nothing would happen. But you see, faith makes a demand on the anointing of God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the title deed. You have a title to your car. Whether that car is in your possession or not, it's still yours. If somebody steals that car, it's still yours. You have the title deed. Whether or not you have the manifestation of the healing or not, if faith is there, you have the title deed. Now, go with me to Isaiah. Let's talk about the provision. If we are going to make a demand on the provision, first we need to understand what the provision is. Isaiah chapter 53, begin with verse 4. Surely he hath borne our grief and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now notice this verse, surely he hath borne, surely, not possibly, surely he hath borne, that means to lift up, carry away our griefs. The Hebrew word translated grief here means disease or sickness. He bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. The Hebrew word there is pain. I mean, our word for the Hebrew word there is literally pain. He bore our sickness and he bore our pain. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Notice, we are. Now, there's something interesting here in verse 5. It says, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace or the chastisement, punishment, needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with his bruises, we are healed. Now, the word translated stripes here is the very same word that's translated bruises up here just a little further up. Now, why are they translated 
the same word, bruised in one place and stripes in the other, I don't know. But what it does, it links healing and deliverance from iniquities in the same suffering and sacrifice. You can't separate it. You are just as much delivered from sickness and disease as you are from your iniquities, as far as God's concerned. Now, you understand. Somebody said, down, Brother Caps, if he took our iniquities, then nobody could sin anymore. Yeah, he can still sin. If he bore our sickness, nobody would be sick anymore. Yeah, he can still be sick. But he did bear them. He bore our iniquities. Now, there's folks that will fight you over the fact that Jesus redeemed us from sin. He also redeemed us from sickness, and it was the same suffering. You can't separate it. The Scripture won't let you separate it. Now, come with me down here to verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. One translation says God made him sick. You know, people say God makes folks sick. He did make Jesus sick with your sickness. He bore your iniquities and he bore your sickness. He didn't bear one of them more than he bore the other. As far as God's concerned, it's a finished work at Calvary. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, and he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied by his knowledge. My righteous servant shall justify many, and he shall bear their iniquities. Now, come with me over to Matthew's Gospel, the eighth chapter. And notice here that a centurion comes to Jesus and said, Lord, my servant is homesick of the palsy. Begin with verse 5. I'm just going to tell it. I can tell it quicker than I can read it. And Jesus said, I'll come heal him. And the man said, no, you don't have to come to my house. Speak the word only. My servant will be healed. Matthew chapter 8. And uh, he said, speak the word only. My servant will be healed. Jesus stopped and preached some sermons. Says, greatest faith I ever saw in all of Israel. Even among covenant people never seen this kind of faith. Why? Because here's a man that'll release his faith at the word. He said, Go thy way as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. Notice he's already believed. He's not believing, he's not trying to believe. He's already believed. He has used his faith to the limit. It's settled for as he's concerned. If the word's spoken, his servants heal. See if that's the way we ought to be. If we can find it in the word, bless God we're healed. Whether we have it or not. It's the title deed. Whether it's in your possession or not, your car belongs to you. Whether it's in your possession or not has nothing to do with it. You have the title deed. That's the way we ought to be about the Word of God. Find it in the Word. Now, notice he comes out of that situation in verse 14. When Jesus came to Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law laid sick of the fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her. She rose and ministered to him. Now, someone said that's the reason Peter denied Jesus, because he healed his mother-in-law, but it's not, really. <laughs> and when even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed of devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of Isaiah, or Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now, someone said, you know, well, now, see, that was fulfilled there, so Jesus doesn't heal anymore. 
No, he didn't say he bare their sicknesses. He said he bare our sicknesses. Now go with me to another passage of Scripture. Go to James chapter 5, verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he committed any sin, it shall be forgiven him. Now, did you catch this? The prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. If he hath committed any sin, it shall be forgiven him. Why? Because you can't separate the two. The same suffering that delivered from sickness and disease delivered from sin. The same that delivered from sin delivered from sickness and disease. It was the same bruises. The price is already paid. For as God's concerned, he sent his word and healed and delivered us. Psalms 107 verse 20 said God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Now notice it didn't say he sent his word to do it. It said he sent his word and did it. It was enough. Now as far as God's concerned, it's finished. But you see, we're still trying to get him to heal us. He's already done it. The word is nigh you, it is in your mouth and in your heart, is what the Apostle Paul said. That is the word of faith which we preach. If you can find it in the word, get it in your mouth and speak it into your heart, it is the title deed. It's yours. It belongs to you. It's rightfully yours. It's already been given. Second Peter chapter 1 says, God hath given. Hath? That's past tense, isn't it? Has given. That's has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So that's already happened. It's not something God's going to do. It's not something we have to talk him into. Like this fellow, the leper, see, he didn't know whether Jesus would or not because no lepers had been healed. We have no record of any lepers being healed at that point. So that was his mental block. He didn't know whether Jesus would or not. See, doubt's not a bad thing. Unbelief is what's bad. See, you doubt when you just don't know. But when you have the information that he will, and then you won't believe, that's not doubt, that's unbelief. That's disobedience. So here you have, again, sickness and forgiveness of sins lumped together here. Now, come with me back over to Psalms 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. In other words, don't forget any of them. Oh, yes, he'll save you. He'll forgive your sins. In fact, they're already forgiven. We just have to receive the divine favor now offered us. But don't forget about the healing. It's already been done, too. He bore our sickness and carried our diseases. God bless you. We do appreciate the fact that you've joined us for the broadcast today, and I trust you've been blessed as we've taught on making a demand on God's provision for healing. Now, all of this week we have CD offer number 7124, single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. Now, it's the CD that you've heard right here on the broadcast. It was done in a live seminar. Do you realize that you have to make a demand on what God has provided for you? You know, you have a bank account downtown. Have you noticed that you don't get any money unless you make a demand on it? 
But you know, there's so many people that think that if it's God's will for them to be healed, they'll just be healed. And they just kind of drift along and say, well, if it be the Lord's will. Well, if you were to say that about your bank account, if it was the Lord's will, they'd send me some money. Then you would suffer poverty and you'd probably starve because you could starve and have thousands of dollars in the bank and not have any groceries. You have to make a demand on it. It's the same way with the healing promises in the Word of God. You have to make a demand on Him. You know, you could have faith and not be healed. That's very evident from the Scriptures. In the 14th chapter of Acts, verse 8, it says, There sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him, perceiving that he had faith to be healed. But he wasn't healed. He's still a cripple. And Paul said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. The point I wanted to make is the fact that the man had faith to be healed. The Scripture says that he did. Paul perceived that he had faith to be healed. But he had not acted on that faith, and he was not healed. So when Paul just hollered with a loud voice, stand upright on your feet. He jumped up before he knew he couldn't do it. I mean, his carnal mind didn't have time to shut it down. You need this single CD for a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.